I was leaving my buddies in Uptown. I think I was like 21. And I, I whenever you're drunk, or at least for me, it's like, I want to sleep in my own bed. Oh, yeah. I don't want to like wake up in crusty old, you know, cigarette smelling clothes. Um, cigarette. So I was like dead set on leaving. They hid, my friends hid my keys in the freezer inside the eggs. I ended up finding them and I walk out of the door and they're all watching me <laughs> and I'm stumbling to my car. I get to my car. I try and open it. It won't open. They're like, Jake, Jake. I'm like, what? I'm like, that's not your car. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Pod Gods. Uh, we got a special guest, Tom Aulis, co-owner, Edge Home Finance. Let's go. Mortgage broker extraordinaire. Um, legend. Legend. Absolutely. Hero. God. <laughs> Superhero mortgage broker. Um, so, yeah, this is just like a hangout. Nothing serious. Yeah. This isn't... Uh, this isn't going anywhere big. You don't have to worry about being politically correct. That's what or everybody says at right? first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, um, um, that's what Martha Stewart said before she uh, <laughs> got arrested. <laughs> she got caught. Just be uh, yourself. It's just all right, a little let's, trade. It's let's, not a big deal. Let's start it off with a pretty easy question. Maybe a pretty deep yeah. question. What's uh, if you could pick a superpower? What superpower are there you picking? Go. Keep it light. Um, probably to be able to to hear people's thoughts you know really yeah i mean i think everything i don't know like it'd be somebody would say it'd be cool to be invisible but then that would kind of suck after a little bit because a lonely existence <laughs> exactly right? yeah, it um, would be. so i don't know i think uh that's at least for me the hardest part to navigate is like hearing people's thoughts right Who's bullshitting are, you? And, yeah, you know, yeah. most yeah. people are kind of fake. Yeah. So it's like, you never know if somebody's, uh, and I'm not. My wife uh, would tell you, because she's, I think, would be an amazing poker player because she reads people really well. Mm. I kind of view everybody at 100%, and I've been burned a lot for that. Mm, so, yeah. you know, at the same time, I try to give everybody, I don't want to say I want to lose that, but it sure would be nice to know uh, what other people are like Thinking, to be able to yeah. read yeah without having to really care about it or think about it you sure. know that's kind of a good transition because one of the questions i had was um you know you and your wife have an awesome relationship i know that i've kind of taken bits and pieces from watching you guys interact and just learning from you know you as, as a hard worker and, and she's a stay-at-home mom and just that dynamic um what's one thing that nicole has unintentionally taught you um, you know, there's been a lot of things and I can't say it's been unintentional. Sure. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I mean, she, uh, she's a good coach, right? She will tell me even from grammar to, mm. um, you know, I grew up in Norton, Ohio on a farm, you know, baling hay, uh, cleaning horse manure up from, you know, far, like I did not, uh, I, I obviously graduated but I didn't have a real high level of education that was book smarts. Um, so she's helped me a lot to get more refined on, on those, you know, on those types of things. Right. Um, so I, those are, that was probably the biggest impact for me because one, when you're in the world of business or you're dealing with consumers that you want to be dealing with, you know, you have to have at least 
basic proper English. Sure. Right? Yeah. And for me, when I worked in nightclubs and ran nightclubs, nobody gave a shit about what you're. Uh, yeah, I wasn't. Sure. I wasn't getting paid to write nice emails. Right. You know, I was getting paid to make money, to make the business money, and to to run operations. So, yeah. You know, being in a very forward-facing business, even in originations, right? I would say. You know, I've obviously been in it 22 years, but it wasn't near as successful as what it has been the last 10 years since we've been married. Yeah. So um, just a lot of good guidance from that standpoint, right? Um, things to help me where um, I'm stubborn. So it's not, and a lot of people can't tell me things. And even she struggles with it. She'll tell you I'm still a, like, you know, kind of a hard ass without, uh, when she tells me to do something, sometimes we're like, you know, why are you doing, and then, the day later, it sinks in like, yeah, that was actually pretty smart. I yeah. should start doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, I, I, I kind of, it was kind of eye-opening for me because I know your wife and Angie wanted to start a podcast. And yep. they were kind of looking to me for, like, guidance. And I was talking to them on the phone. This was months ago. But um, I was kind of telling them, like, you know, Nicole, just, just be yourself. Just open up and, you know, whatever. And her first response was, was thinking of you. How am I gonna make Tom look? And I was like, man, that's awesome. That a was good like relationship right yeah, there. Yeah, I was like, like, I never even thought about that. Like, how how am I gonna make my partner look if I just speak from you know, I don't want to say recklessly, but it was just cool to hear so, like a, your partner be like, put you first before her wanting to just you know talk about whatever she wants yeah. I was like man that's cool you know i think a lot of it for us is just knowing our strengths and weaknesses like f- for her she doesn't want to be she wants to do a podcast because it's fun to hang out with a friend yeah. yeah and to talk about things probably like you guys are genuine you like you like doing it i actually like doing it with people that i enjoy sitting and talking with but yeah um for her i think if it would turn to a job she wasn't doing it for that so it's like our income is our family's income or, yeah. right you know when you really and it's tough i mean you say it's a we do our best to get better every day in our relationship right you'll notice me with my door shut one hour a week because we do marriage counseling once a week you know that's yeah. awesome yeah. like it's one of those things to where i don't know by nature i think it's hard to be with somebody for that long especially if you're um, an alpha type person. Yeah. yeah. No, if that makes sense. Just it does. Saying I'm not going to change, it doesn't matter. She didn't marry me for money because we got married in 2000. Shit, I should know this since it's recorded, but 2008, right? We'll cut this, yeah. Uh, like, oh, yeah. Let's put this together. Quick response. The first five years we were married, my buddy bought me a frame, a picture frame that I kept in my office. It had our wedding date on it. So help me mm, remember it. There you go. It's um, a good buddy right there. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Anyways, um, I don't remember where I was going with that, but it takes a lot of work, right? Um, we, oh, that's what I was saying. I was talking about somebody being alpha changing. It's very easy for me to say, well, why the hell would I want to change anything? I'm doing just fine. Like right. either, but she doesn't stand for that shit at all. Right. So I don't really have a choice. <laughs> it's either, but it's helped me because, you know, she points it out to me all the time in a way that sinks into me. She was like, you know, you know, I like Matt Ishbia, right? He's a, a leader for me in the sense of shoes. Like, you think he doesn't take advice from people? Or like, mm, shit. Like, yeah, you know, the smartest people in the world, 
you know, surround themselves by other people that they can learn and gain information from. So she kind of like ego checks. Yeah, you a yeah, bit. she does. Yeah. Yep. So I mean, it's still, uh, you know, every day in marriage is still a new day. You know, yeah. oh, you have for sure. to. It takes work. Hundred percent. Where did she grow up? Here, Wyzetta area. No. Yeah. Cake eater. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, same thing. Yeah. To me, yeah. everyone's a cake eater. Why is that, <laughs> Why is that a maple grove? It's Roger's cake. It's still <laughs> dessert. You're still dessert eaters. Um, so you're co-owner of Edge Home Finance, one yep. of the fastest growing brokers in the nation. Um, I love it here. I, I just got off a phone call with a girl who's wanting to get into the, uh, to become a loan officer. And I was just telling her about Edge and how great it is and the, the culture and the energy and um the team and the office and anyways um what's one thing you love about edge i'm sure there's many but um one thing you love about edge and one thing that maybe you don't like so much about edge yeah you know (laughs) it's a great question and it's probably truthfully for me they coincide one in the same sure i like uh having the role that I have and not having to be in the weeds on the things that my partners handle. So what I love here is like, I like that I can be a hundred percent all in on what I like doing. Right. Um, but still have someone to bounce ideas off of at the same time. What I don't like is that I have partners (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) because it's, it's tough, especially when you have two partners, that's naturally tough, but at the same time, it's like one of those things that I don't like, but I'm also thankful for. Right. So it cancels itself out for me to where I would never want to be, I don't want to say I would never want to be, but it takes on so much more time to have the oversight when you're, you know, we're running payrolls of three to $5 million damn near every two weeks, right? That's yeah. There's a lot of accounting, a lot of uh, things that, um, you know, the smallest oversight could be massive right and we operate off such razor thin margins as a company because we wanted to scale and that's always been our model to really we didn't need to make a living off of our originators so to speak because all of us were producers Mm. um so yeah that that's um that's it i would i would add with that what i mean more by um what I dislike, it's not having partners, but it's the fact of I don't really know if saleability of a, of a mortgage brokerage, of what really the value is. I've seen people do it before, but it's just like, to me, if you sold a, um, a real estate office, well, like the people don't really care where they work, it's who they work for. True, you know? so 100%. It's just like if, uh, I'll relate it back to Matt Ishbia, if he leaves, there's no way in hell that company is that successful. It's just not, it'll still be successful, but it, uh, it makes it to where at some point I would love to continue to build a company to be a size that I could have a sellable asset other than what the, um, what the revenues are on a production basis, if that yeah. makes sense. How big is the company? How many employees do you guys have? Do you know? We're at about 865 right okay. now. So... You know, we started um, now 865 is total with admin and support staff. Yep. We have about 736 licensed LOs uh, right now, loan officers. And uh, our goal was to get to without <coughs> a thousand this year. And we started uh, January 1 at 437. What? So, oh my God, it's already been. That's a lot of growth. I've made that many <laughs> welcome flyers. <laughs> yeah. Five months and. Uh, 
we're you know we've added 300 and 350 some that's some wild members so you know for me it's one of those two where it's like it's been fun because we you know not only chris and i talked about like we got we got on the same page earlier this year with everything it's like i said i'm not an easy person to work with most business owners are and partnerships are really freaking hard sure but um in my opinion both of us pull our weight so equally that it's uh it's <clears throat> it's a major value uh, value to me to where I can say, okay, well, screw it. I'm going to stop originating as much, and I'm going to be selling employment. Like it's sales. You know? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make a difference what I'm selling. And I, to me, on being a, a broker and with our setup, I am selling the best, the cheapest, and the fastest, which doesn't normally exist. You have to go with either good, cheap, or fast. <laughs> Not all Pick three. Two, right? Yeah, right? There's a, like the, it's like contractors that'll tell you that. Well, I'll paint that wall for you. Do you want it good? Do you want it cheap or fast? Yeah, Pick right. two. That's so funny. You know, but in our in our industry, it's like I really have, you know, I have the best. I can choose to work for very little and still always make money. Where the majority of the people that I'm hiring right now, um, they're still selling overpriced and not making any money. Yeah, that blows my I think I mean, you know this, obviously. I think people just get comfortable, and it's scary it going is. from business to business. And yep. um, Yeah. I mean, that's the part to where, like, for me, the more that we get the message out and sharing people, like, you've done a great job at helping us spread that message, like, putting people's stories out there, right? It's like, hey, well, wow, I never would have thought that this transition would have been that easy, or this is so much better. I, I was worried about not having support, but I have this whole team of people that are constantly helping me, right? Like you said, oh, I love the office. To me, I'm, I like being at an office. Well, I've always had one. Yeah. Through COVID, I didn't care. I need, I need people around me. It's like- For sure. Um, you're a busy guy, always problem solving and overcoming obstacles. What's one thing you do frequently that helps with your mental health? Oh, besides take medication? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> besides self-medicating. <laughs> yeah. Um, it varies, right? Um, the last couple of years, it was exercise with uh, biking and um, running and swimming. This year... That hasn't been the case, but I've liked, I've been golfing a lot more. Looking forward to that. But uh, problem solving, uh, to me, I don't necessarily need a break. I need to fix the problem. Mm. So I've been, you know, I worked a shit ton. The beginning, like the first five months of this year, it was 85, 90 hours a week. Yeah. You know? So there wasn't really time to, I guess I don't have that much problem with mental health to where I can... I'm happy to be at work. Right. I'm happy to be at home. I uh, get home every night to tuck my daughter in. I go to her soccer sports. I fit it in. But, uh, you know. But that's amazing. I mean, there's so many people that can't say that, yeah. I feel like. Right? So many people struggle for mental health. Yeah. But it's probably and, because and they don't love what they too. do. They don't truly enjoy their decisions they're making where you've found something that you love to do every single day you can come to the office with a smile on your face because you truly love it yeah and that's just so unique like you don't see that a whole lot i i'm lucky enough to say that i feel the same way about my job as soon as i got into real estate like my life completely switched over yeah. like i was a depressed college kid now i'm having fun yeah and, i'm a 21 uh, year old real like, estate selling people. houses yeah living my life to the fullest like i can't 
I can't complain about it at all. So it's it's cool to see like-minded people that have similar situations as myself, yeah. but also know that there's people out there that struggle from it as well. So they do. I mean, I think it's. Uh, I don't know. There was a Eddie Perez who uh, owns one of the companies we work with. He talked about the three things that he always works on, which was mental, uh, mental wellness mental health and then mental strength right like mm-hmm. the three things that he was i'm like well that sounds like all of the same yeah, stuff yeah, right? that. I was thinking that. he's like no nah, 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 your mental wellness is working out and you know doing things to stay um stay well and then mental I, i'm gonna forget what it was but anyways it was it what was it mental wellness mental health was then like i don't know going to the doctor making sure you're yeah. talking about things i think that side of it and then mental toughness was Maybe, pushing yourself to maybe like uh, meditating, mm-hmm. you know, things like that, being able to put your, your state of mind in a spot to where you get, it's, it's pretty interesting. But. Yeah. I, I met him at, uh, when we had our grand opening yeah. and we were talking in depth about like vitamins and supplements and mm. diets he's pretty, and he's a pretty cool dude. Yeah. I, really I like cool. Him. Yeah. I, I kind of learned a lot just from that little I conversation. He always had. shares things like, you know, authentically and i i mean i don't watch tv so my phone is basically my you know right it's like nobody wants to admit it but that's kind of what it is 100 percent, 100 percent. i barely watch tv because i just watch yeah, shit watch, on my phone. Uh, like, yeah. Uh, instagram tiktok like youtube 100%. yeah i'm not a big youtube guy really yeah oh, i don't dude. watch a whole lot of youtube i'm other like, than I, like my podcast if i need like, something specific i'll go there but very rarely um, I got to YouTube more not to check out loan officers page pages. There's some good. Yeah, Major has yeah. his on. Uh, his is his is really solid. He posts a lot of good good content. There's actually a loan officer podcast. I think it's what it's called, and I learned a lot from it. It's yeah. like hour long content. Um, you call your mom every morning on the way to work. What's one thing your mom taught you that you've been able to implement as a parent yourself? Let's just touch. You call your mom every single day on your way to work. Yeah, isn't that awesome? I call my mom every single day on the way home from work. There you go. Just to like let her know, like, hey, I'm not going to be at home for dinner, like ninety percent of the time. But still, it's it's one of those that I would say, you know, to me, if you're not intentional, then it like when I was in my early twenties, it's good that you call your mom in your early twenties. For me, it was like I I was out being being a little bit wild working in that environment i had no normalcy so um it's good to have it on a routine yeah yeah we one we have a good relationship but two it's uh it has to be intentional i had the same thing with my brother probably i don't know maybe seven eight years ago to where it's like man we never talk and Mm -hmm. so finally you know how you have their favorites on your uh iPhone, if you're at least in the year 2000 and have an iPhone, <laughs> if they don't have any Android Shout users. Out. Yeah, yikes. Uh, Android users. Then to me, it's like I put my brother on there, so every time I open my phone, like, doesn't happen very often, but at the same time, it happens more now than where I did. So my point is, yeah, I want to be intentional. Yeah. Uh, intentional with that. And none of us make it out alive, so I like, I don't know try to enjoy her company and conversations as long as I long as I can so to, to answer that the question that you asked though the biggest thing I've probably learned from her that I you know personally would be work ethic you know mm. my mom we grew up fairly poor for a, for a period of time 
Uh, but she always did what I was ever needed, right? It was yeah. never, um, that's how it was for her. She grew up on a farm. There was no, you know, you get up and work and that's it. Um, so I think for my daughter, I've, that's probably one of the things that I've tried to instill in her. You yeah. Know? I remember when I first heard you say that you call your mom every morning. Um, I ended up seeing like an Instagram reel where this guy was talking about, you know, if you really think about it, you're only going to see your mom, let's say like 20 or 30 more times, Yeah, which blew my mind because I was doing the math. You know, I dropped Felix off. Okay. And then I pick him up. I see her twice. And I kind of did the math and I'm the limited amount of time that I'm going to see yeah, her is I like kind of shook me. Cause like my, my dad passed away years ago and then it just kind of like put into perspective, like anything could happen. Like yeah. what if I just never, it's great. It's the truth. It's like, damn. I, we're ingrained to think that way, though. It's like if we really, let's just say we all only had one year to live. Yeah. And you looked at it that way, you would react so much differently because it's within sight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, for us, I mean, I'll say me because I think I'm older than both of you. I have 40 more years. That's so far out. I've only been alive 42. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't, you don't even think that's about too it. far away to worry yeah. about. Yeah. Right. Even though it could happen, but it's not top of mind to I got where like when four, yeah, I'm, we're both convinced Brady's one of those people that just dies early. I'm not dying. I always He's, thought that for me too, because yeah. my dad died when he was, uh, was it? He, was he? He was forty-eight or something. Yeah, so, that's too young. Yeah, so that was always for me. I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna make it past that, but that's bullshit. There's yeah. enough good uh, good medical, medical care out yeah. there to be able to, if you want to know, you can go and get the work done to see, oh, I have this predetermined uh, gene. I mean, you're going to spend some money, but if yeah. you want to live to 85 for the most part, you have a way to better your odds enough to where yeah. I'm a little bit of a gambling man. I, I'll always play the odds. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> you, know. you you remind me a lot of, do you know who Dave Portnoy is? No. Owner of Barstool Sports. He's oh, awesome. I, I have, I have, I've the seen the show, guy. but I don't, I don't know the, I don't he, know the guy's name. You remind me a lot of him kind of shoot from the hip, straightforward. He's like a Boston guy, just no filter kind of, he's awesome. But um, anyways, uh, kind of lightening up light, Lighting up, wait. Oh, don't light lightning up, up the mood. <laughs> That's why it started to smell down here. I was yeah, wondering, yeah. buddy. Uh, um, what's your theme song? Say you're in WWE, you're walking out to the uh, the ring. Baseball walk-up song. Man, that's yeah. a tough one. I, a I mean, the thing about me, I love all music genres, but like my favorite, I really like hip hop. Right? Yeah. So, man, I don't know. Probably like little Archie, we ready or something. Oh, yeah. or, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, that oh, wow. just pumps you up. I didn't expect up. that. Yeah, I didn't know what I was. It just not. You that. would blast that at the old office. Oh yeah, really? Yeah, yeah like you know, for some sure. of my late night uh, jam sessions. You know, once it gets past about seven thirty-eight, people, you know, you're not really talking on the phone, so I can get stuff done. Yeah, and I think him and I joked about this, but I mean, him and I are. I think a lot of people that played video games, this may sound crazy, when they were younger, they get to be really effective on a computer as a professional. So yeah. I like to play video games when I was younger on the computer. Like mm. it was an old school computer game, first person shooter, so now I'm like three screens. I can yeah. knock out seven times faster uh, tasks than most the normal. people. Wow. You know? That's actually crazy. What games did you play way back when? I only when? played, really, I, I didn't play a lot. I only played one, and it was... Uh, 
it was called Counter Strike. Yeah. Mm. Counter Strike, like one, but it was oh yeah, one point. It was sweet, man. I loved it. It's a great game. Twenty forty eight, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was no Counter Strike was. Mm. That's fine. You know, so there's good. still a lot of buddies that I um, met from playing at the high level professionals that are good with uh, esports. Have you thought about investing in like esports stuff? No, no. no. You know, to me, I don't. Uh, I don't like venturing out. I'm not. I. I like investing, and I like gambling. I don't like doing them both at the same time. <laughs> you know? So for me, it's like if I know I can. Right now, you can get double-digit returns fairly easy. Yeah. You know, so I, I don't know. Diversifying to hope for a 10,000% return, the odds on that are. Esports is kind of, I mean, everybody starts a team, and then it just. I've seen what it was. It's pretty, uh, what? Uh, the esports? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like Counter Strike, and yes. they have teams, yes. and you know, phase and optics. Anyways, but um, you've stated in the past that one of your biggest pet peeves is when people steal your time. Um, when you're on your deathbed one day, looking back on your life, what do you think you'll wish you spent more time doing? Hmm. I thought we were lightening it up, the mood. <laughs> <laughs> the theme song was, and now we're back to... I don't know. You know, I mean, that's... I don't really live life to have regrets. And it sounds crazy because I'm sure I've made mistakes. Sure. But I've never really regretted, like... I've had times where I've had to correct course a little, you know. <clears throat> Especially my wife will help with that. Like, hey, you know, your daughter's going to turn 18 in four years. Like, yeah. This is it. So like I, I'll correct course from time, but I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know that I'll have one. To be honest with you, I don't really like having regrets. If I'm gonna have, I'm gonna do something. Then I, why am I gonna? Then I, a bad decision maker. Not yeah. to say you can't make a bad decision, but it's like, even if I did something I regretted, I can change it really quick. It's funny, you know. I worked at a nursing home, and I would ask a lot of those like introspective questions to the residents who are like on their deathbed and. Um, a lot of them would say, I regret working so much. Yeah. Um, but I feel like with you, you genuinely enjoy working yeah. to provide for your family. And so I couldn't see that being a regret for you. No, not really. I mean, I would need the time even if I was, uh, if I was independently wealthy, which means I was like a trust fund baby. Sure. Right? And I didn't have to work. I still would need time for myself. And it's like, I don't know, some people like woodworking. It doesn't mean they retire and do woodworking. Well, right. to me, it's like, I, I don't know, let's sell money. <laughs> I mean, that sounds fun. Yeah. Like, it's such a, I don't know, I, I, I enjoy it. And it's as much stress as what there is at times. It's really, I don't know, it's just like if somebody likes playing basketball and they make it to the NBA. I don't think they dread I wish I wouldn't have played so many NBA games. Yeah, when that's you a know, good point. When they're in their mansion, <laughs> yeah, and living they, off the coast of they Sicily, enjoy with a hell of a lot more of life than somebody who maybe, you know, didn't do. I don't. I that's, feel like you're made for this job. Yeah. Um, if you could say say you could go back in time, um, and you could be the best at whatever you chose. Yeah. Would you still be a mortgage broker? Or would you be like a a model or a golfer. You know what I mean? Or a golfer. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't think anyone ever 
intended to be a mortgage broker, by the way. <laughs> that's, I mean, yeah, yeah. that's a good It's point. like one of those things like, oh, wait, that guy made how much? And yeah, he yeah. did what? <laughs> Shut up, really? Yeah. Like, what are they going to do? 20 hours? Oh, sign me up. You know, or, you know, they're selling something else and it's basic sales. You know, if I'm in the business of selling something, I could sell a lot of tables and make a dollar or I could sell the house that it's in and make thousands. Right. You know, it's a that's, good point. That's a really good point. So, <laughs> What's, uh, let's touch on so, the... So I want to finish that one. Yeah. What was the last one? Read me your question again on that one. Cause uh, I had a really good thought on it. Uh, <coughs> the death, lost the death Oh, oh, what would you wish you would have spent? Oh, are you talking about... What I would have like spent more time doing? Is yeah, there was that one, but then the one I asked after... Oh, if I could come back as another career? Yeah, yeah. just do a dream job or whatever yeah, you'd want to do. And be the I best at it. Yeah. Astronaut. I would have liked to have been an attorney. Still, yeah. still like really. That's what oh, we he's do. He's a fighter. I could totally we all the time. I yeah. mean, and it's you're looking at guidelines. So who am I arguing with? Arguing with an underwriter. <laughs> They're the ones that have the authority. I need to be able to prove a point based on guidelines, the same as you look at uh, code or you look at uh, you know laws or what. It's the same. It's the same shit. Yeah. Right. So hmm. uh, the crazy part is I say that. Um, because I think that's what I would have wanted to done, want to have done if I could have went to law school and everything else. But looking back on it, I don't think I would have. You know, I hate to say it, but we make way more money than attorneys do. Yeah. So it's kind yeah. of, you know, not to say that everything's about money, but to me, it's a it's a byproduct of success, and I like to be successful. I want to work hard to be successful. You know, for sure. I always try to have a rabbit, so to speak. And even when I went out to, I went out to a boot camp in Sioux Falls. Um, that was a big thing that Chris Vincent from who owns Windsor was talking about. He's like, you know, all of my team members, I set them with a rabbit, like somebody to be chasing, not too good for them because like they won't relate enough. Like who's the guy that's doing 30% better than you are, mm. you know? guy or gal and then they they partner up and it's that person's job and another person has someone to where they're always in not only are they learning from them to get that little bit better uh but competing yeah who are you competing with who's your right now you know truthfully there's i want to be the number one broker in the country so nexa is number one we're number two so i think it's a pretty clear answer yeah you know for that but with that being said it's the same thing. It's competition, right? He's done an amazing thing, built a great company. Um, I say from size-wise and everything else, I, I view I have a different vision, but that's a great part about our country is people can start a business and run it however they want. Yeah. yeah. As long as it's legal because it's all right. governed, you know what I mean? But um, to me, that's the goal, right? I want to be, even if we get to 1,000 loan officers in, by the end of this year, when we get there, I want to be at the production level that they are with 25. Mm. You know, I'd rather have a thousand elite soldiers than 2,500 yeah. elite soldiers. So that what happens sense. when we get, hypothetically, we get every great LO, what's next for Edge? Then what? Just keep well, grinding? I think that's and- possible, right? Okay. I mean, but I think the, the idea is to, to be better than yesterday, right? I mean, I can't. I set short-term goals, medium-term goals, long-term goals, right? Short-term goal always comes into play, though. We get to the point to where 40 years from now, 
we've been number one forever. We got 40,000 employees and there's no other mortgage companies around, then how do we get better at uh, um, serving our clients, giving a better mm. referable experience, you know, using technology, um, just continue to get better. I think that's why I heard this from a realtor lately, but it made me think of even you. It's like, why do we like golf? It's like, you can be great at golf. I mean, great at golf. Yet you do something wrong every time. You oh, yeah. leave to be able to think like I can come back and there's something I had one either bad shot or a bad putt or a bad chip or like, you know, you still did well enough to be a pro golfer. Every day you come out, you got to try to get a little better. Hmm. I remember shooting nine under before and just being like, God, I left like four shots. Yes, there. Like, right. You know it. <laughs> and I people mean, are like, what do you point. mean? How? And it's like, like you just said, it, there's always improvement yeah, to be like made. That Kobe mentality. It is. Yeah. I love Kobe. RIP. I love Kobe. Um, so you're kind of talking about goals down the road. Would you say you live, I don't think you live in the past, but would you say you live more in the past, future, or present? Like, do you tend to future trip at all? Uh, no. No? Zero. No. I, I would say I'm probably a click past the present. Uh, present. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not always up to speed with everything, but I'm not uh, not that far off either. Okay. I like that. It's a good answer. That is a really good answer. There's too many good answers. We need them, like, fuck up or something. (laughs) (laughs) Some good clips. Um, What role does faith play in your life? Um, You know, that's one of the things, just like with my mom, I have to make a 15-minute phone call every day to have that relationship, right? So um, faith has played a very big role at times and a very minimal role at times mm. based on my actions, right? Um, and what it, what it is a, is a priority to me. So there's, um, sometimes I'm very plugged in, sometimes I'm not, but I always have the basics of what, you know, I believe I'm not a very, I'll say like, there's only one religion and this is the way it goes. I've always right. said I'm, I'm more spiritual, yet I do believe in stories that were written by however many thou you know i don't know all the books of the bible but those are basically stories that all these different people wrote and no matter how many times it could be rewritten there's something happen you're going to look at it and say okay that could happen um and believe in that or believe in something else i think religion or spirituality is good because it knows that you're not the one in charge yeah so yeah yeah yeah. um to me it's been uh I don't want to say hit or miss, but I also don't like being full of shit either, right? There's times to where I feel very in touch and times that I don't, right? Yeah. And it's all based on whether or not I'm reaching out, right? Yeah, I, uh, I meet with Bob Muse yeah. uh, probably every other week, and you know he's my mentor, old sponsor. Yep. Um, and every time I come to him with like something, you know, whether it has to do with my relationship with Gene or work or whatever i'm going through he's always like you should try praying yeah i'm like yeah 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 and uh i kind of brush it off every time yes and just recently i started getting up early in the morning and praying and then at night um praying again but like more just like thanking god like gratitude practicing gratitude and gratitude yeah and uh it's just getting into that habit of because if you go so long detached at least for me without you know you're you're detached from God or a God 
you kind of develop this God complex that oh, you're like the all saying, you know, 100%. it's the, the world just starts weighing on your shoulders because you can't let go of, I don't know. It's, it's right. a whole mind fuck, but <laughs> it is, really right? though, it seriously, is, no. it's, but it's, it's the truth though. Like you said, if you don't do it, you can't expect to have the action for it. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's whether it's a, your marriage, whether it's your business, whether it's, your golf skills, whether it's like you have to spend time in in the in the actual activity. So yeah. If you want to have, like for me, and that's been hard because um, it's always there, but I'm not always giving it the attention it, attention it needs. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just have like one or two more. Did you have any? <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> what do you think's missing in this world? As of right now, I feel like, at least for me, it's kind of, the world feels a little chaotic. Yeah. I don't know if it's because of how the media is portraying it or if it's just social media. Has it always felt that way, though? Um, I was probably more naive when I was younger, so I didn't I feel like I'm the same way, like... I feel like I've very started recently to like actually pay attention to the world and everything that's going. Yeah. The BS. Yeah. So, what what do you think's missing? I, I very much compartmentalize my own life i kind of live in a bubble yeah so smart though seriously. you know it's like i know like if i could if i really had to think about that i would take me a little bit to think okay well what would make the most massive impact to stop someone from struggling maybe it's water maybe it's food right i, I have yeah. i have no idea i know <coughs> that there are a lot of people that don't have basic uh, basic needs yeah um, so I don't know, probably that, whatever that water. would be, food, water. The basics, yeah. yeah. I mean, I would want to do something that would have the largest impact. I just don't know what that is. Yeah. Right? I tend to, it's one of those things to where not to, not to say I don't think about others, but I can't, I personally can't change that right now. I'll try to help in some way, but that's why I do, you know, fundraisers for growing my mustache and looking like a weird, you know, I do. I wouldn't say you look like a weird at all. It was was sick. Great. I wish it was uh, still there. But I don't know. I guess that's, uh, you got me on that one. That's a stumper, but it's like, I, I don't, whatever would make the greatest impact to stop people from whoever suffers the most yeah and i don't know where that is sometimes the best thing you can do is just keeping your side of the street clean and, and lead by example kind of like what you do anyways so i don't know um let's see do i have let you me talked just... about nightclubs yeah can we touch on that yeah sure. I don't care. <laughs> that was blast what was it what, what i i have no clue no yeah, clue so any of this when i was in high school right i started uh my senior year, I started working at uh, Applebee's. I was, a, I was a waiter, you know. Remember, I had to wear the stupid hat with the flare. Oh, yeah. oh that was miserable. Oh, I would pay good money to, for oh, a picture of time. My wife has a picture of that, too. Ooh. I know my mom does. Nicole, we're getting um, it. Put that up on screen. But anyways, the, one of the girls that worked there, her boyfriend ran uh, a nightclub uh, in Cleveland. And he was like, oh, man, my bar back canceled. He's like, would you, you want to come up and work? Hell yeah, that sounds odd. I think it was 17. I think I know it was 17 at that time. So I've never even really, I wouldn't go into clubs. Um, So 17, started bar backing. It was on the weekends. Within like three weeks, I was promoted to assistant manager because I was just like, I don't know. A, I worked hard and it wasn't really 
rocket science, you know, speed, same thing. If we ran nightclubs that were two, three hours, two nights a week is where you have to make all your money. Yeah. So, um, assistant manager, when I graduated high school, then went to college for like six days. Where? Why? Uh, Akron, you. And then uh, they offered me a general manager position. I had to go to Dayton, Ohio, which was like three hours south of where I lived to go have my first club. And at that point... Was it uh, good money? Huh? Was it good money? Yeah, it was like 130 you know. It's I not mean, bad. It wasn't bad. Back then, too. I mean, when I mean, was that? The huh? early 2000s? Yeah. Yeah, 90, yeah, 99 to 2000. Yeah. Yeah. That's solid. Yeah, you were balling. Yeah, it was fun. And then from there, it was like, you know, I went from city to city doing the same, you know, worked worked my way up their corporate ladder. They had 30 clubs all over the country, and it was fun. I enjoyed it. Hmm. And, and then what? Huh? I, I think you told me this before, but I can't remember. And then what? It just, How did you, you just got out? Owner. So like, for, I was this, lived or? in, you know, I did it for four years basically because I got in when I was 17 now five years because it was 22 when I got into the you know it's been 20 years for me in the mortgage industry basically um <clears throat> I was staying in hotels ever for like mm. four years three I was in three years to the point to where I didn't have my own pillow right I didn't yeah. have like basic shit that I wanted to have like my own because the job required me to travel over so yeah. I got sick of traveling. That makes sense. And then... And Lona, you just, it just fell into your the hands? And the lifestyle. I mean, it was... Fast-paced, I'm, I'm a, sure. I'm, a, I'm very much uh, subjective to my environment. You know, I like to have fun. Yeah. And that was a fun industry. Yeah, I So uh, I still got shit done and made everything happen, but it's the fact we're like, okay, we did a great job. Now it's Sunday night at service industry night. Oh, wait, that's Monday night at this place. They have another service industry night. And then... You end up just in that constant environment. Yeah. I, I knew I wanted to change, uh, but I wasn't sure what. And then when did you meet Nicole? Uh, that- so probably 2005, you know, for the first time. We went on a double date. She was dating uh, a buddy of mine, and she has friends with a girl that uh, I was dating. Just and hit then, it off. and uh, We just went out and played pool, like uh, the... <laughs> the four of us did it and think anything of it and then we ran into each other then four years later oh okay three four years later wow when we were both single history and, yeah worked out good she tried blowing me off the first night and uh we were, we were supposed to go see him I mean, <laughs> blowing him off like <laughs> i thought about that afterwards like you, you prefaced it wasn't a pg podcast but at the same time <laughs> fuck no don't want her uh you said i blew you off the first <laughs> day um but we were supposed to go to see a movie, and she's like, "Oh, my friends uh, just came into town." I'm like, "Cool, have a, you know, have a good night, catch up sometime." And then we ended up seeing each other that night because she, her friend, wanted to go out for a little bit. Mm. I was out. So Sweet. from there, that was yeah. it. Did you know right away? Like, I don't know. I, 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 I hate to say yes, but I was definitely um, open to the concept of it. Yeah, you know? that's cool. Um, Shit, I think I only have like one more question, but uh, if you could, or do you have something? Nope. Okay. Um, where was it? If you could go back, I feel like I asked you this in our last origin story, but if you could go back and tell your 18 year old self, 
18 year old self uh, one piece of advice with something you know now, what would you tell him? <laughs> Probably not to drink and drive. Mm. <laughs> yeah, because I would tell myself that too. <laughs> Once again, it's like, you know it, but it was like, I don't know. It's so fun, though. <laughs> uh, it's, it was one of those things that it's like ego. So I could put that in. I've had a lot of consequences from ego. And you fuel it with alcohol, then you become 10 foot tall and bulletproof. Oh, yeah. And when I was that age of 18 to, uh, you know, 32, 33, I mean, I was... Living fast? I, yeah, yeah. So, I, have a, uh, I have a good story. I was leaving my buddies. Did I tell you this? <laughs> Leaving my buddy, okay, I couldn't remember if I was leaving my buddies in Uptown. I think I was like 21, and I, I whenever you're drunk, or at least for me, it's like I want to sleep in my own bed. Oh, yeah. I don't want to like wake up in crusty old, you know, cigarette smelling clothes. Um, so I was like dead set on leaving. They hid my friends hid my keys in the freezer inside the eggs. I ended up finding them and. I walk out of the door and they're all watching me and I'm stumbling to my car. I get to my car. I try and open it. It won't open. They're like, Jake, Jake. I'm like, what? I'm like, that's not your car. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, so then I went idea. into my, I found my car and I ended up driving home and luckily, you know, nothing happened See, that yeah, night. So many people make that stupid fuck. decision. So right? dumb. I know for me, it wasn't like I ever drove bombed it was like i got a dui to point oh eight right that uh -huh. used to be legal there was like maybe a year before as point one out yeah like this was when i was younger and i used to be like oh it's no big deal you know like I, I was legal that short amount of time ago but then i went i went to church with my wife and uh we went to that we've moved churches since then but and i heard this story this guy that was there he lost his wife and ah, his, the three kids uh on a road in wisconsin um, because the guy swerved over a little on a two-lane road. Oh, dude. And he was at a point away. And it's like, okay. You know, it's like the selfishness of it. It's hard sometimes to admit when we're bad at something. Like, that took me a long time still to process. Like, you make poor decisions. Yeah. <laughs> when, you're, when you're just so, like, pra don't practice recidivism. Don't put yourself in a position that you can make those decisions in. You know? I remember. Like if you're going to drink... You shouldn't have a car. Yeah. You know, uh, if you're going to, uh, you know, to where it's just, uh, I don't know, it's probably one of the biggest flaws I would say that I've had in my entire life for, for a deep answer for you, you know? It's embarrassing, too. I got a DUI, one of them, uh, and I had to go to, like, one of those classes where the mom was talking yeah, about the mad her kid got killed, and it was like... It's, uh, it's one of those things, like, sucks. in our... Is it seven county or six county metro or seven county metro here? One out of every six people. Yeah. You know, wow. So it's get a know. DUI. Yeah. Yeah. That's I believe it. One of the highest sure. concentrations. Probably because our police are damn good at it. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. You know. Um, but it's not a bad thing though, right? No, it isn't. <clears throat> I mean, it's uh, it's, you know, it's one of those things that our country has been really. You get a song, you can't even go to Canada, you get one, it's like you had an armed robbery. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's I think it's different. third one's a felony here. The yeah. two, first two are ten. Third and ten years is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do, do you think you get one in Canada, they kick you into the U.S.? <laughs> <laughs> they send you down to New Orleans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, 
Well, cool. I thank you so much for doing this, yes. Tom. Really appreciate it. Yeah, I know you're fun. busy, and uh, busy it's always man. good to like catch up and just hear this side of you. You know, just non-business related. Yeah, really, it was and, good. I was yeah. in a good mood today too. We had a record <laughs> uh, record-breaking month Fuck last yeah. month, and I was telling cool. Brady that. Yeah. <clears throat> Next month, though, I want to hit the. I want to hit a thousand. Not a yeah. thousand loan officers. A thousand Units. thousand loans. Yeah. We well, probably did like eight. It said eight sixty or eight fifty, but we have like a couple that. trailing. We'll probably be at like eight ninety. Yeah. So Sweet. another hundred and ten loans. We're at a thousand. That's, you know, I remember when I started Edge, the companies that we were doing business with, like the UWMs, they weren't doing a thousand. Like the top ones, the banks. So like, it's cool to see one the broker channel growing a lot Fuck too. Yeah. But, uh, um, yeah, I'm excited for it. Let's go. That's awesome. That's yeah. huge. So thanks. Good to see you guys. Look forward to playing golf. Uh, yes. Next, week, next Thursday. I want to hear about that. Yeah, we'll talk about it on the next podcast. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a good time. We got a lot of stuff coming for the podcast, I feel like. Yeah, we're trying to get some. A lot of new venues some, coming. Uh, a lot of new guests. Got an apartment today by my house. Yep. Good. Sick. Um, excited. Cool. All right. Well, thank you so much for watching, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye.